0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Before the birth of Jesus, in Isaiah 9-6 declared the great plan of God to bring peace On earth, the coming of Christ. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. If you don't get anything else today by the time you leave, I hope you've got peace, peace, peace in your mind, and it starts in your heart, and all you can hear, and when you go to bed tonight, all you're going to hear is peace, peace, peace. Now listen to the definition. Peace is defined as a state of tranquility or quiet, a pact or agreement to end hostilities between those who have been at war Or in a state of enmity. Harmony in a personal relations, especially with God. A state of security or order within a community. Freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. Peace. Peace. And did you know that that's God's desire for each and every one of us? He wanted all of his children to experience his peace. See, not a peace that you can get from buying things, not a peace you can get from, you know, uh, having everything, quote, you want, not a peace you can get from alcohol, a peace from drugs, a peace from a relationship, but only the kind of peace that God gives. And God desires each and every one of us to experience this true peace. The birth of his son He sent an angel to proclaim the birth of his son to bring peace on earth. Once the news was announced to the shepherds that were watching their flock that night, now this is in Luke 2, 13 and 14. It says, And suddenly there was the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, Praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. The most wonderful time of the year where peace is declared and pronounced throughout the world. Where people don't even understand or really know what they're saying. But they begin to declare and say the same thing that God says in His Word about peace and joy and love. And they begin to talk about things that maybe they don't even really understand but they're saying what God is saying and they don't even know it. And do you know the power in that when the whole world can come together and the majority of people celebrate this day and will even have manger scenes out and put angels in their home and set up baby Jesus and maybe don't even go to church. But with that, they're proclaiming, they're proclaiming the Prince of Peace. That's a powerful thing on earth peace this was a declaration that was served that served notice on the devil that his days of tormenting God's people were coming to an end god thought of a great plan to restore mankind by sending his son to die on the cross for the sins of the world for you and me I'm just telling you, there's something about this time of year that activates a presence of God like never before. There is a supernatural power that is released over the Christmas holiday because things that are being declared and things that are coming in agreement with God and they don't even know it. And there's a supernatural power that is released even people that are normally ugly and don't want to talk anything about God will all of a sudden have a softening of heart. People will be friendly that are not usually friendly. People want to buy you something that usually don't even like you. It's an awesome thing. It is the most wonderful time of year. In Jeremiah 29:11, it says, "For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord." Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end, or in some translations it says a future and a hope. Think what he thinks about you. Stop thinking about what you've thought or what your parents told you or what a relative told you, or what a mate told you, or what your school told you, or what the news tries to tell you. Think about what God says about you. He says, I have thoughts, good thoughts about you, thoughts of peace, of great hope for your life. God is not thinking evil thoughts about you, so why do we? See, when you think bad things about yourself, You're saying to God, I don't really believe what you believe about me. I don't really believe you love me. I don't believe you care about me. Stop letting the enemy rob you from your peace by thinking thoughts that are not from God. God does not have evil thoughts. He only has thoughts of good and of peace so that he can give you a hope for your future for the life that he has destined for you, greater things than you or I could ever think or imagine. This gift of peace must be received by faith. Don't try to feel it. We'll say, well, when I start feeling peace, then I'll I'll believe I got it. Well, that's not how it works. You're going to have to start out by faith and start saying what God says. God says he has good thoughts about me. God says he has thoughts of peace about me. So that means I'm going to start thinking peaceful thoughts. I'm going to start believing it. I'm going to start expecting it. I'm going to start declaring that I walk in peace, that I have peace in my mind, peace in my home, peace in my life, peace everywhere I go. In Ephesians two fourteen through 18, and I'm not going to read all of this, so write this down for your homework. Ephesians two fourteen through 18 says, For he is our peace. So if God's living on the inside of you, and if he's not, it's easy as saying, Lord, come into my life. I believe that you died on the cross. I don't want to live this life alone. Come into my life and be Lord. So if he is our peace, then why are we not walking in peace? Because the scripture tells us, this is a gift the world cannot give you. Like I said, this is nothing that nobody can give you. The world can't give us. Only God can give us this special gift of peace. I remember seeing this saying once, and it said, to know God, K-N-O-W, to know God, is to K-N-O-W, know peace. But N-O, No God, then there's N-O, no peace. That is so true. This is God's gift to us. It's ours. Why are we not receiving in and open this gift of peace that he so freely gave to us, that he sacrificed his life, that we would have peace? During the Last Supper with the disciples, Jesus said, I am leaving with you a gift of peace. Isn't it amazing how many times we got to say it over and over and over just like you had to with your children God's got to keep telling us over and over a lot of things right so he said I'm leaving you with a gift of peace now listen this is this is key a peace of mind and heart see so you don't have to walk in oppression depression you don't have to be tormented by the past you don't have to be tormented by your mistakes you can have peace of mind and peace in your heart. You can walk free in God and have peace. Why? Because he said, i leaving you. I'm giving you the gift of peace. I am peace. And the peace I give is a gift that the world cannot give. So now that I've given you this peace, don't be troubled. No need to be afraid because God said, I'm living on the inside of you. And I'm greater than anything out there in the world can throw at you. But I've come that you might have peace. John 14, 27. Listen, that was in John 14, 27. But listen, this is a life-changing message if we could grab a hold of the revelation of peace. Now listen, I'm not going to read this neither, but you can do it for your homework. Acts 10. 36 through 38, talked about Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works and deliver us from every form of darkness. So see, when darkness comes, when the lies come, When poverty tries to overtake you, when the thoughts of your past try to tell you you'll never make it, you'll never succeed, oh, you're going to fail again, oh, you'll do it wrong again, you can't do this, you can't have that, you'll never be this, say, no, that's not what my God said. My God said that he came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. That don't sound like no poor God to me. That don't sound like no sick God to me. That don't sound like no depressed God to me. No, he said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I came. I'm peace. I'm giving you the gift of peace. In John 16 and 33, he promised, he said, you may have perfect Peace and confidence. You can read the rest of that yourself. For time's sake, we can't read all of these, John 16, 33. But he said, that he goes, you may have perfect peace. Not just a tiny bit of peace. He said perfect peace and confidence. Jesus came to give you and me perfect peace and confidence. What? Confident that our God is a big God. That our God is a good God, that our God is a loving God, and that there's nothing that he cannot or will not do for us. All we got to do is ask, receive it, believe it, begin to act on what he says. God said, whatever you put your hand to, I will bless it. If you believe me, are you declaring what God is saying? Jesus came so that we would have peace and have confidence. You don't have to live distressed anymore. You don't have to live depressed. You don't have to live overwhelmed or feeling lonely. You're never alone. Jesus is always with us. Always. In Philippians 4 6 through 9, it says, Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. That means don't be fretting and don't be worrying. You don't have to be concerned about tomorrow because God said, if you'll trust me and follow me, I'm going to go ahead and direct your steps. How awesome is that? If he'll go out here and provide feed for the birds, how much more will he do for you and me? Let your requests be known unto God and the peace of God that passes all understanding, will rule and reign in our life if we will let it. Are we believing it? Are we expecting it? But at the very end of that verse, it says, and the God of peace shall be with you. It says the God of peace is already with us. Why are we not walking with him, in it, because we're not believing it. We're not expecting it. We haven't said what he says. Listen, if you say what your father says and do what your father says, you'll have your father's results. Let me say that again just in case you were sleeping right there. If you say what your father says... And do what your father says. Then you will have your father's results. Which result in peace. An abundant life. Wholeness and healing. Joy and happiness. When everything can be falling around. You can get up and do your happy dance. In the midst of the storm. Even though you ain't feeling like it. Even though it ain't looking good. You can get right up and do your happy dance. And say but my God. My God said that he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. My God said that I'm the head and not the tail. My God said he's a friend in all times of trouble. My God said he'll never leave me, never forsake me. My God said all things are possible to those who will just believe. So let's think on those things. Let's think on what God says. Let's say what God says. Let's do what he's telling you to do and begin to walk in the results of his word. Think on God's amazing gift of peace because when you do, the peace will show up. Show up in your life in every area in every way. But you know what? You get to choose. I get to choose. I can choose to have peace or I can choose to have fear. I can choose to have forgiveness or I can choose to have hate. I can choose to have the blame game and be the victim or I can choose to be victorious. I can choose to be poor or I can choose to be rich in God in all things. I can choose. I get to choose. To think on the things of what God is saying or think on the things of what the world is saying. I can choose to think of what God's saying about me or I can choose to believe what I feel like I want to say about me, which usually probably isn't good, but I get to choose. But think on these things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and of good report and virtue and stay full of praise. I'm going to tell you that's the best way to get the devil out of your life. And to get the yuck out of your life and to get the yucky thoughts and the bad garbage talking is to begin to praise. Get filled up with the praise of God. Put you on some praise music. See, when you're getting ready to say some garbage, when you're getting ready to quit, when you're getting ready to go down for the last time, put you on some praise music. Get filled with praise. And I'll tell you that the peace and the joy of God will begin to rise up. It'll begin to bubble up. You can't hold it down. But think on these things and stay full of peace, full of praise. God's peace will show up. And guess what? It'll change everything. Turn it around. Did you know that God's greatest gift of peace will never leave you? Never, never, never leave you. And never leave you, never leave your heart, if you'll believe. But you're going to have to choose peace. You know, Christmas... You know, the world goes around, and, of course, they think it's all about gifts. It is. The greatest gift, the gift giver. The greatest gift, the gift giver that was ever given to earth so long ago on a glorious night. And guess what? That's all right because the whole world's declaring the same thing. They're giving gifts maybe with a different thought, but the greatest gift of all, God gave us gifts. And so they're giving it in their way, but they're still declaring about the gift giver and not even knowing it. This season all over the world, that gift will be talked about in various ways and talked about by people that usually don't even talk it. Such an awesome thing when you think about that. They're talking about our God and don't even know it. Talking about that glorious day when he came to earth. We're going to have to let God's love and peace rule and reign in our life and our hearts if we want to make a difference, if we want to see a change. It's time to go spread the word of peace and hope because let me tell you something in this. There's a power that is activated in your life that in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your trials, if you'll go start sharing peace and hope with others, guess what? Peace and hope will be activated in your life. The supernatural will be activated in your life. The impossibles will become possible. Your sick body will begin to feel better. Your depressed heart will begin to feel joy. Your hopelessness will turn into hope. See, when you go and start sharing hope and peace with others, it'll start happening for you. It'll start rising up in your life. So go give it away. See, it's the very opposite thing that the world or the enemy would try to teach you. When you're sick, just stay sick and tell everybody about it. When you're depressed, just think about it more and get more depressed and tell everybody about your troubles so that you can get more depressed about it. And then just stay to yourself and just be miserable, and then anybody that comes around you, make them miserable too. That's just the way what the world wants you to do and what the devil wants you to do. But see, God says do the opposite. When you're in need, go sow a seed. See, whether it be financially or whether it be with your life or with your words, go give some hope and peace and love and joy away to somebody and watch it begin to turn things around in your life. As you give it away, God's peace will show up in your life and begin to change things that you thought, man, I don't see this ever changing. But it'll happen because there's power in that. The greater things will begin to happen in your life, the better will show up. It's time for peace and God's wholeness in every area of your life. It's time for all of us. You know, did you know that you could have like 90% of your life, you could have some peace and joy, but you still got 10 that, boy, man, it just stinks. It ain't no good. And that just always seems to be that little 10% that just keeps reminding you all the time and showing up. Every little time something goes wrong or you see someone or something or you see their face or hear about them, all of a sudden, boom, here it up it comes. There you go. And you're going to start vomiting again and puking it all over again. And God's like saying, no, we got to get it all out. Let's fill our whole life with the joy and the peace and the love of God so that every area of our life can get whole and well and healed and full of joy and full of peace. Because peace and God's wholeness is available. But we got to receive it. We get to choose to begin to go sow it in others and begin to see it in your life. Let them go. Let it go. Let your past go. Just say, God, I'm ready to walk in the fullness of your joy and your peace. Because did you know that God's gifts are permanent? As we're going to be getting ready for Pastor Ron to come. God's gifts are permanent. See, you know, the gifts that the world gives you are not permanent. The gifts that the world gives you, you know, they put a big value on it sometimes, and sometimes you do too, what somebody gives you. You know, when somebody gives you something, you look at it, first thing you say, well, well, they didn't spend much money on that. Well, they didn't give much thought for that. But then if they give you something really expensive, it's like, oh, man, I'm just really special because look how much money they spent on me. Look at what they bought me. But see, God's gift, see, has no price. The price was already paid. God said, I give you my gifts freely. And the gift of peace and the gift of joy. Let me tell you about the gift of peace and the gifts that God gives us. The gifts that God gives us never fade. The, God, the gifts that God gives us, they never wear out. Isn't that awesome? See, people buy you stuff all the time. And after a while, either the shirt wears out, the shoes wear out, the car wears out, you know. All the things that you thought once were so fabulous, they begin to wear out. But God's gift never wears out. It never expires. It never goes out of fashion. It never spoils or rot. So if people give you food after a while, if you don't eat it, it's going to spoil. Amen. It never breaks. How many of you have been given a gift that was real fragile and then somewhere down the road all of a sudden that gift breaks? But see, with God, see, his gifts are awesome because none of these things ever happen because his gift, the gift of peace, remains forever. Last forever. There's no expiration on it. It's there for as ever as we'll receive it. It's there for as long as we'll believe it and receive it into our life. God's peace can change everything. God's peace over your life and body and everything is what God wants now. It is the most wonderful time of the year. But what I also want you to know today is just don't limit it to the Christmas season. See, there's something supernatural that happens over Christmas. Like I said, people begin to feel a little happier. They feel a little more joyful. They even feel a little more like giving, you know. They feel a little, you know, happier about even being around people that they normally don't want to be around because it's Christmas. So they act a little better. You act a little better. You want to do things for people or cook for them or But really what that is, it's the love of God, the peace of God. But see, God don't want that just limited to Christmas. God wants that every day in our life. Think about how awesome it would be when, think about it, even during the holidays. Now, I know there's still some people that get a little crazy out there, going to fight over stuff and over a bargain or a deal or something or fight you in line. But overall, there's a supernatural release of the love and the peace and the presence of God over Christmas. But God said, let that become real every day in your life. What about if people did every day throughout the year what they start doing at Christmas? Like doing a good gesture. Wanting to open up the door for somebody. Letting them go first in line. Have my parking space. Saying hi. Saying thank you. Just being nice. Think about that. If we begin to do that every day, we could activate that in the world. The believer. See, even as a Christian, we need to be doing these things every day. Not just when you feel like it, not just inside the church but outside these doors. Think about. Think about what God says. Think and do what your Father says about you. Do what your Father says so that we can have the Father's results. A peace that passes all understanding, a joy and a love. Go give it away. You need some peace. You need some joy. You need some happiness in your life. You need some better. than go start telling it. Go give it away. Go tell about the love of God and his goodness. But you got to know it first. You got to believe it and receive it first because it's, it's kind of hard to tell somebody something if you don't believe it yourself. Now listen, I heard some of you say but when my life gets perfect I'll go do it. No, no, no. That's the problem. Go do it now. If you're waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect time, or when all of your little ducks are in a row, or when your house is perfect, and when you're perfect, and your life is all perfect, and you fixed all your mistakes, it's going to be too late. Because there's people out there now counting on you and counting on me to go and tell them of this God. To go and tell them the good news that Jesus came for them. That Jesus came that they could have peace and love and joy. Do it now. And I'll tell you, you'll start seeing the better in your life. You'll start seeing the better show up. Amen. If you could just stand up for me for a minute. I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to if you don't want to. But I believe as an act of faith. If you want to have some peace in your life. And maybe you say, well, I got some, but how would you like to have a 100%? How would you like to have every area of your life full of peace? Peace that when you lay down at night, you're not having to fret and worry about where your next meal is coming from, or is your loved one going to come to know Jesus? Is everything going to be all right? Are you going to get that job? Is Is your marriage going to stay? or Are you going to be able to be able to stay free from drugs and alcohol? You don't have to have that fear anymore. God said, I've come to give you peace. So if you'd like to have more peace, a better peace, then I encourage you just to take a step and walk up front. Because I'm going to tell you something. Today, God's going to break a thing. Actually, I should take that back. He's going to break several things. He is going to release a peace that passes all understanding. He's going to release a peace that I'm telling you, you ain't going to be able to stand it. That even this week, you'll start noticing a difference that everybody you come around, you're going to just want to tell them, you know what? God loves you. And so do I. I pray for you. I care about you. Go tell that to your enemies. Go tell that to somebody that's done you wrong. You may not be able to do it face to face, but you can send them a text. I know everybody knows how to text around here. Amen. You can send them a message. But I'm going to tell you, when you do, it's going to activate something in your life. But do you know that you could be a Christian for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and there be an area of your life where that peace has not ruled and reigned? Well, today we're going to declare a ruling and reigning. You're going to have to let go your loved ones. Maybe they're sick or they're struggling with a sickness. Maybe they're on their deathbed. Maybe you're struggling because they don't know God. But you're going to have to get out of fear and get into faith. Give them to God and let them go. Because that's the only way things are going to change. For them and for you. But have a peace of mind in your life. Peace of where you are don't be struggling well what about the right one where's my man where's my woman God knows where they are so you don't have to worry about it no more ain't that a release praise God he knows right where they are so you can trust him to bring them at the right time at the right moment and have a peace to have God's best and not settle so father I just thank you right now I thank you father that in this house, there's a release right now, a supernatural release of your peace, whether it be for our children, for our loved ones, unsaved loved ones, for ourselves battling sickness, battling thoughts, God being tormented of what somebody did to us physically or emotionally. I declare right now release of healing and wholeness, God. A release Of your peace. A release of your peace over their mind. Over their spirit. Over their hearts. God in Jesus name. A peace that passes all understanding. That they're more than enough. That you called them for such a time as this. That yes. They're your child. The child of the king. And yes. They're worth something. They're worthy. They're a precious jewel in your sight. No matter what's ever been said or done. I speak death to those words. I speak death to those thoughts. That they're more than enough. They're your child. And I thank you right now. Even right now in the name of Jesus. There's a healing. A healing in relationships. God. Where there's been so much that has been said and done. That there's still just hurt and bitterness and anger. We just pull that out at the root right now, God. And let that peace saturate them. Saturate them. And peace in their house. Peace in their mind. And a peace just to know that, God, if they'll say what you say and do what you say, that they can have, they can have your gifts.